0: Welcome to the C3 Church Watson Podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, develop you as a follower of Christ, and empower you to build the church. We hope you are blessed by this week's message.
1: We are in our Good Work series, and we have heard from two incredible ministers of the Word, Tim and Pramod, the last few weeks. Yes. Such great words brought to us in the last few weeks. And today we're in week three. So we've been talking about how we can be the best representatives of Christ that we can be in our work. Whatever that arena looks like for you. And you've heard in the last two weeks that, that doesn't, that's not just limited to the, the nine to five income earning jobs that, that some of us might hold. But it applies to every biblical work that encompasses any tasking, any calling where we are loving and serving others. So today I want to focus us in on the work that God has called us to in the local church. The loving and the serving of the body of Christ, the the body of believers here in the local church, the house of God. Now I know for many of you sitting here, the, the purpose and the call that you see on your life sits largely outside of the church. And I think that that's awesome. We have an incredible mission field out there that God has called us into. It's awesome. So why on earth do people keep asking you to serve in church? It's like we're a broken record. And we're going to stay broken. It's a good question. And we're going to talk about some of the reasons for that today but I want you to consider something because a a foundational understanding, if you haven't already, you know, considered it, that purpose-driven work inside the church and outside the church is not mutually exclusive. It's not separate, but part of the interdependent, interdependent calls on our lives as believers, that the effectiveness and the fruitfulness of the church You, the body of Christ, us, out there, is dependent on the nurture and the watering and the equipping that we receive together here. So last week, Pramod shed an incredible word. And part of that, as part of that, he said that biblical work can include those things that we do for ourselves that keep us strong and ready to be able to serve and love others. And the same is true for the body of Christ. The same is true for the church. The body itself must continually tend to itself to function well for the sake of the world. And the scriptures tell us that that works best where there is a mutuality and each part of the body is functioning as it was designed to. 1 Peter 4 says this, Above all, keep loving one another earnestly. Since love covers a multitude of sins, show hospitality to one another without grumbling. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as stewards of God's varied grace. So, in this particular instance, the Apostle Paul is actually writing to a group of believers who are experiencing persecution because of their faith. And he's saying to them, Guys, if you're going to be faith-filled and effective in the world that you're in, then you're going to need to take care of each other. You're going to need to prepare each other first. And that's as true for us today. If we want to be purposeful and we want to be effective, wherever it is that God has placed us, whatever trials we might face, it's critical that we are building each other up through the love and service, with the gifts that God has given us. So do you know what that makes you? A bodybuilder. Makes you a bodybuilder. Now it would be entirely appropriate to flex. Look at my muscles. Yes, you're allowed to do that in church. It makes you a bodybuilder. Because a healthy body can achieve remarkable things for Christ. So this week I actually surveyed some of our bodybuilders, some of our C3 Watson faithful bodybuilders, because I wanted to understand the reasons that you serve in church. And a whole range of reasons were given, and I'm going to touch on the top three of them today, because that's all we have time for. I'm going to touch on the top three, and I'm actually going to invite a few fellow bodybuilders up here to share some of their story as well throughout. So here was the number one reason, the top reason that people gave for serving in church. And it is to be obedient to Christ and to follow His example. To be obedient to Christ and to follow His example. I love this. I love it. Serving is pure discipleship. It is pure discipleship. A disciple is a person who is a personal follower of a teacher or a leader. And for Christians, that teacher, that leader is Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And as Jesus himself said when he was talking to his disciples, his first disciples, he said this in Luke 22, For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one who is at the table? But I am among you as the one who serves. And again, in Mark 10, he says, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus served. To live as Christ is to serve. And just before his death, Jesus gathered with the disciples for Passover. And he performed this really beautiful act of service. He washed their feet. Now, culturally speaking, this act was reserved for the servants of the household because to wash someone's feet was akin to handling the dirtiest part of their body. They'd been walking around in dirty streets with just sandals on. So, this was not something that a king would do, or a teacher even, but a servant. And after he washed their feet, he said this to them. We find it in John 13. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you should also wash one another's feet. I set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Jesus, the greatest among all, loved, equipped, and built his disciples as he served them. These are the very people who would then go out and build the church. Who would then go out and be ministers in the bigger world? They would spread the gospel, doing the very same thing for others that Jesus did for them. Do you see the pattern? Jesus drew them close, He served them, He showed them how to serve each other, and then He sent them out. He said, Now you're ready, you've learned how to serve each other. We will be blessed as a body of Christ. You will be blessed as a member of the body of Christ if we follow that same pattern. I want to invite Gary up. He's going to share his testimony of serving with us. Welcome your fellow bodybuilder.
0: Hello, everyone. These are a few words I prepared earlier. I enjoy serving in a team at church, but I also value the opportunity to serve because I get to see God at work, both in those around me and in myself. It's a blessing to be able to serve, just as it is more blessed to give than to receive. One of my favourite scriptures is from the Message Bible in Romans 15, verse 1 to 2. And I love the simplicity and eloquence in these few words. Strength is for service, not status. I believe God has given us all various strengths, abilities or talents, which he wants us to use so that we become a blessing to others and then God can bless us even more. I decided to do what Romans 15 says, Each one of us needs to look after the good of the people around us, asking ourselves, how can I help? So I found something that I reckoned I could do to help, and I started practising. So I became good at it, even if it was simply stacking chairs after the service. You might remember when we were holding church services in a school gymnasium. Lots of stair stacking. I didn't want to become proud of how good I was at it, or how strong I was, or too concerned with the actual task. Remember the story about the sheep and the goats in Matthew 25? Even if we are doing simple little things, like giving a meal or a drink to others, it is as if you have been doing that for Jesus himself, serving Jesus himself. And you will be blessed. So just do it. Find something that you reckon you could do to help and start using your God-given strengths, abilities and talents. You will love it, just as I have.
1: um, (laughs) Thanks, Gary. To serve like Jesus is to serve Jesus. And that brings us to our second reason that the bodybuilders of our church gave for serving here. And it is this, they serve to grow in relationship with God. So the natural flow on a fruit of discipleship and serving God is a deepening relationship with Him. And a deepening love for Him. When you serve others and serve alongside others, God's going to reveal Himself to you. And he's going to reveal himself through you, just as Jesus revealed the fullness of God to his disciples. So to serve God is to know and love God, and to know and love God is to serve him. In 1 John 4, the author, again speaking to a group of believers, he says this, Beloved, let us unselfishly love and seek the best for one another, For love is from God, and everyone who loves others is born of God and knows God through personal experience. See, not long before Jesus' death, he asked his disciples a very important question, and it was this. Who do you say I am? Who do you say I am? And in the context, he was asking, do you know who I am? Do you know who I really am? And in response, Peter replied this in Matthew 16. You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church And the gates of hell, the gates of Hades, will not overcome it. When Jesus was talking about on this rock, he was referring to the revelation. The rock is the revelation of who Jesus was in Peter's eyes. Peter saw him. He knew Jesus for who he was. And it's on the revelation of who Jesus is, the knowing of Jesus, that the church is built. And God will build his church through those who know him. See, knowing God, your relationship with Him is the very place from which your purpose will outwork in here and out there. Wherever He's got you every day. John 15 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me, I will remain in you and you will bear great fruit. You will bear great fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Our fruitfulness is, is linked to our relationship with God. And after his death and resurrection, he appeared to Peter again. And three times he asks Peter this one question, Peter, do you love me? And each time Peter responds, yes, Lord, you know I love you. You know I do. And each time Jesus says, then feed my sheep. Feed sheep. My sheep, tend to my sheep. Jesus drew a direct line between our relationship with him and the feeding of his sheep, the serving of his sheep. As you serve God, you get to know him better, more and more. And you get to know the call on you to serve others. So here is the third reason our bodybuilders gave for serving in the house of God. And it is this, that there is joy in giving back and loving people. There is joy in giving back and loving people. I want to invite Amy up to share her testimony with us. Welcome.
2: Hello. So some of you may know... um, My husband Dan and I moved from Darwin three months ago now uh, due to his work with the army. So I'm pretty new to this community. We were previously at C3 Darwin and were very involved there. It was such a different experience moving here and starting from scratch all over again. It was even odd for me walking through the church doors and not knowing everyone in the foyer each Sunday. For the first month in Canberra, I was finding my place and still feeling very much like a new person, especially rocking up to church alone while Dan was away. I knew it would take time to settle in. But I can tell you now, the morning I started serving here on the welcome team shifted something for me. God really gave me a new revelation on the importance and the joy in serving. I finally felt like part of the family and I'd found my place. It was so fun seeing all the different people walking through the doors and it felt like a privilege being able to welcome them. I realized that by welcoming others, I had taken the focus off myself and placed it towards how I can be a blessing and how I can give back. The way you find community is by serving alongside others. Life is so much more fulfilling being part of a team. We're not supposed to do it alone. And once you have that sense of community, you get so much more out of church. Our soul needs purpose, and I know serving at church is part of that journey for all of us. My encouragement today is if you're new, or if you're just not sure where you belong, start serving. It can be nerve-wracking, stepping out of your comfort zone, but you always come away each Sunday feeling so blessed and so much closer to God and to others. I promise you, it is always worth it. Thanks, Amy.
1: There is joy in, and blessing in giving back and loving others. So giving back was actually a really strong theme in the survey responses that came through this week. And here are some of the other things that people had to say. I feel totally blessed to be able to bless others. I love the community and giving back and serving God who has done so much for me. Church is family. And while I can do things to serve family, I will serve. Because church has done so much for me, it is a way I can give back. Proverbs 11 says, Whoever brings blessing will be enriched. And one who waters will himself be watered. You know, here again is that mutuality, that reciprocity that is so characteristic of the serving that Jesus demonstrated and calls us to, to one another. When you serve, you give out, you give back. And there is no question that there is a sacrifice in serving, our time, our energy. But I believe that you will gain more than you give out. Because serving positions you for God to enrich you and water you. So here I am again asking you like a broken record. <laughs> Will you serve in church? Will you be a bodybuilder? Will you be part of tending to the needs of the church, of the body? So that you and me and we are equipped to walk out our God-given call in the bigger mission field of our lives. If that's you, if you want to do that, that's awesome. We actually have a way for you to sign up onto team today. There are cards on your seat. There is a QR code that's going to be coming up on your screen. You can follow that QR code, hit the join a team button. This includes those of you who are watching online. And you can let us know where it is that you might like to serve. And if you have questions about serving, there are going to be people walking around after the service in a team hat. You can approach them, you can ask them any question that you might have about serving. And we would love to help you find your right fit in this place. The place where you're going to feel like you are effective in feeding and tending to the body. But before we do that, there's one more thing that I want to do today. You know, I've talked about being a part of the body of Christ, being a disciple of Jesus and, and growing in relationship with Him. To live our lives as disciples of, of Christ starts with first surrendering our lives to Him. Inviting God to be the Lord and the King of our lives. Only then can we truly follow Jesus, Truly follow His ways. Tom gave a beautiful message over communion earlier, saying this is for every one of us. It is for every one of us. Jesus' sacrifice was for you. If you have never stepped into a relationship with God, if you've never invited Him into your life, we want to give you the chance to do that today. And the way that we do that here is that we pray a prayer together. And I'm going to lead us in a prayer And if you are wanting to invite God into your heart, if you're wanting to surrender your life to Him and become a disciple of Jesus, then why don't you pray this prayer along with us? Let's close our eyes. Father God, I thank You for Jesus, the great servant, who gave up His life for me, that I might be saved live in relationship with you for eternity I open my heart to you today and ask you to be my god I surrender my life to you forgive me teach me thank you that today i am saved
0: Thanks for listening. We hope to see you in church again this weekend. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.au